Hey. Yeah, no, I, I just got to the... Well, I just got here. So I'm going to get started. He's going to be here before we even know it. And I just need to get warmed up and kind of, I guess, give people a rundown of what's going to be happening. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm going to be right in there and recording in no time. Okay. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Get kind of used to, you know, things like that. Well, I 
uh, said, well, it's time for me to get to work. So uh, it was about six o'clock. Went out to my truck, parked in front of the house. I usually hang a U-turn. And uh, traffic was really light. And it was, you know, again, it was just strange. And uh, I started to make my U-turn the truck was bounced, started bouncing up and down. And I thought, whoa, I got a flat tire or something here. What type of truck were you in at the time? Because this isn't obviously one of those, I mean, we have talked about the fact that you used to do like, uh, you know, car shows and, you know, you used to do custom, some really cool custom stuff. So this wasn't one of those ones that has the bags in it that's like making it jump to where you're like, oh, I accidentally hit the switch and the airbags are making me hop down the street. This is like a normal truck. It was a normal truck. It was a, I hate to say Ford, but yeah, it was a Ford. And uh, I had a little camper on the back. And, um, but like I said, I started and, and my neighbor across the street had a Cadillac. He used to park out in front of his house. Well, as I was hanging a U-turn, bouncing around there, I noticed his Cadillac was bouncing too. And actually it bounced from the street up to the, uh, up over the curb. Oh, geez. And I'm looking out just straight up the street and I can hear these explosions. And it was really, uh, I, th I thought we were being attacked, uh, to be honest with you. These uh, uh, power things on top of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the telephone poles out there and they were just, you could see them just exploding. One Is that after the another. Transformers? Yeah, the Transformers. Okay. So, um, anyhow, I turned around and looked at my house, and uh, there was quite a bit of noise going on now. And uh, I turned it just in time to see the front windows being blown out of the house. And um, I just parked wherever I could there. I ran to try to get see if my wife was okay. And um, it was just, everything around was just chaotic. Uh, and, you know, people screaming and we're being attacked. And, you know, we had all kinds of things going on there. Well, uh, I couldn't get into the house because the, uh, the door frame was uh, out of line. And uh, so I just kept kicking and kicking and kicking just enough to, so I could get in the house got in and there's a it opens to a hallway and to the left it's uh, our bedrooms to the right it was the kitchen and another room and uh, straight ahead that would be the uh, dining room and the um, bar room so all I could see was there was just things just flying off the shelves and everything and there was I looked and there was my wife sitting out in the middle of the floor and I'm running down there to see if she's okay and I'll be doggone here comes my uh, big refrigerator and it just wheeled right on by me uh, and then it turned it just started coming back uh, the house was rocking I forgot actually so, that refrigerators have those tiny wheels on them. They do have those tiny wheels, and boy, they were they worked out. So uh, I, we figured 
you know, we've got to go see our parents. Uh, telephone lines were down. There was no, you know, no connecting or anything. So um, my parents lived in, in uh, San Fernando, so uh, not too far from us. But as soon as we got up, uh, getting around the railroad tracks on uh, San Fernando Road up there, which is the main road through town, it was uh, the, the National Guard was already there, and we had to show uh, where we were going, why we were going, and who we were visiting, and the whole thing, you know. And um, I asked the dude, and I said, what is going on here? And he said, well, we're uh, going to stop looting before it gets started. Oh, geez. So, um, I certainly understood that and appreciate it. Uh, we went up. My parents were doing pretty good. They had minimal damage to their place. And if any any of you have ever been in an earthquake, understand that um, one thing, one house could be just demolished, and the one right next door may just uh, have a few cracks in it. So there's no rhyme or reason other than where it was set and, uh, and where the uh, it, it actually was uh, shaking the ground and opening the ground. So we went, they were okay, started back in our old truck again, and we go up to uh, see my wife's parents in, in a little town called Cagle Canyon. The canyon was, uh, it was just a neat place. There were different businesses up there. I know the one business, they used to train uh, animals for the uh, different shows and everything. So that was kind of neat. And then um, we, the roads were uh, like twisted. And uh, the white line down the middle was no, there was no little anymore. Uh, white line. They were just, it was going all over the place. And uh, we did finally get out there uh, to the canyon and they were fine. Uh, the house wasn't too bad, um, but they, it was being held uh, as a, uh, you, you couldn't live in it. Uh, oh, it was like a dim type thing? <clears throat> well, what had happened is, in this canyon, their, their house was set down. Right up uh, a few hundred feet was another house, but it was up on the hill. And what had happened is that house up on the hill was, was uh, knocked off the foundation, and it was uh, just about ready to come down to, oh. to um, her parents' house. Uh, so everybody had to get out of there. And uh, what had happened is they came out, and I, this is the darndest thing. I'm not, uh, you know, into that, how that they work. But they put this huge cable around the house and into the, around some big trees also. And I thought, well, by looking at it, if that thing shakes, the house is going, it's going to go down the hill right into their house, and it's going to take a bunch of trees with them. 
Lucky, luckily enough, we were uh, everybody was safe. A lot of damage, but um, like I said, one house could be literally uh, demolished, and uh, others couldn't. Um, That's so gonna be so crazy because it's almost like, and was it called a hand of God or act of God? Act or? of God. Yeah. And it's like they, I choose you. Well, you know, uh, we went by the uh, post office up there in uh, uh, what they call the North Annex that was uh, out of, well, actually it was in the Selmar area, but uh, Selmar, San Fernando, the big difference between the two was uh, San Fernando was its own um, town, okay, they, uh, they weren't, Incorporated, they uh, they were just alone. L.A. County was all around it, but um, that was which led to some real confusion. And I could talk more about that later. Uh, of, uh, if you're going to rob a store, be careful uh, what part of oh what county you rob it in. Yeah. Oh, so you're giving helpful information out for back in the day of which stores that you should... Because, I mean, obviously you guys shouldn't be robbing stores right now. The story is, like, back in the day. Like, he's not giving you valid information, so don't go and rob it and then be like, Hey, Thirsty Witches Society told me to rob the store. It was good. It was good. That was good. Well, you know, um, again, damage to a lot of the stores, and uh, they were... Um, some of them just turned it in. It was a matter of fact, um, 7-Elevens at, at that time were charging some enormous amount of water uh, for bottled water, and it was just crazy. Uh, but they were gouging, you know. And um, as they sometimes will do when you have a natural disaster. Hey, crab keeper. Yes. I got something for you. And what would that be? So, you know, we did our childhood favorites, and we actually had a couple of viewers that had asked us, or viewers, listeners, let me grab my microphone, listeners that had said one of their favorite things they had loved growing up was boiled peanuts. Have you ever tried such a thing? Uh, no, I haven't. So, you're completely new to this even thought of it. So, I, I was actually able to get a couple of cans and they do come in cans. The ones I got are from Peanut Patch and the ones that I cooked up today for you, because I figured we got to kind of, you know, maybe not do multiple cans at once. Yeah, right. Because, I mean, we we got to we gotta share the goodness amongst multiple sure. episodes. Sure. So I did the Southern Barbecue, because I know how you like barbecue sauce. And uh, it says that it is a limited edition flavor. So I don't know if people would normally go with a certain flavor because I didn't actually ask them um, what flavors they would normally have or how they would prepare them. I wonder if they would normally come in cans like this. But it is, yes, peanut patch, real southern style, southern barbecue, freshly packed boiled peanuts. So, it says, now you're snacking. Enjoy the South's favorite snack with no worries. Peanut patch is gluten-free. 
And then when I read the side, it says meat patch. What's better than a real southern style patches peanuts from the Southern Carolina peanut patch? He gave the flavor of real Southern Carolina barbecue. Dang, that's good. So it said that I should like, you know, go ahead and put these in a stovetop or microwave. I did it in the microwave because we're in the trailer. And then they say that uh, you refrigerate them in your tight container for five days to store them. But they are something that people will usually enjoy as almost like a, I guess, um, like an olive is what we would normally do. Like it would be something that they would kind of graze on, you know, when they're hanging out with people or whatnot. So I haven't tried any of these. So I kind of figured you, you need to be the first one to try it. Because normally I dive in on everything first. Yes. So I figure, you know, hey, it's your turn, man. What do you think about the description I've given you? The other ones that we have for the future ones are uh, the salt and vinegar. But these ones are the Southern Barbecue. They smell good. Well, you know, um, I, I could just kind of close my eyes and imagine how they uh, would show this here to a big audience, like on a TV program or something like that, where they take days, I guess, to get the food preparation and everything, where it looks really nice. Um, and most of that stuff is, uh, you know, uh, who knows what they, uh, I have, a, I have a, an acquaintance and his neighbor, that's what he does commercial-wise. He packages? He, he takes pictures. Oh, he takes pictures the, of food? Uh, right, of the food. And, uh, okay. Then they, uh, you know, they, that's, that, that's their way of coming across. So I imagine my presentation of this current dish would uh, not be something that a professional would be mistaken that they had done. Uh, you're right. I mean, seeing it just lay in the bowl the way it is, it's... Uh, I put tongs in there. I noticed the tongs, yeah. So you don't eat the peanut shell. You just, like, you know, you're supposed to, like, pop them open. Almost like a, You know how you were talking about the uh, lupin, lupin beans? Yeah. 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 So apparently you kind of do the same thing. So you, like, just pop them open and everything. But people say these are, like, their... This is like their go-to, and from what I kind of understand, is some people make their own in like a um, like a pressure cooker or like a crock pot type thing, and that a lot of the time they're kind of served with like crawdad um, bake type thing or like a clam bake or like that or you know what I'm talking about. Right. I mean, I I've never done anything like that, obviously. Um, but you know, I I feel like, yeah, I feel like they smell really good. Well, they do. I mean, that's that that'll be a draw. Yeah. So you wanna go ahead and you gonna take on? I'm gonna take one on. Well, let's see. I'll get you some paper towels in yeah, advance. It's gonna get a little uh, so juicy around here. What's crazy is the very first time I think I was ever in an earthquake was obviously with you, and I was a little kid. And um, what I remember about it was the fact that we were in the house in Hillsboro. And I grew up uh, 
in Hillsboro for the first part of my life. The second part of my life, I was in Tillamook. And then the third part of my life, I was in Grants Pass. And then the fourth part of my life, I was in Washington. So just so you guys kind of get like little quarters, how they've been broken up. <clears throat> and so uh, I remember being a little kid and for some reason I had this thing about going and cutting coupons. And so we had gotten like the newspaper or something like that. And I was sitting in the formal dining room area, sitting on the floor with like tons of newspaper and scissors and like little envelopes and like a little divider thing. And all of a sudden, my stacks of coupons and stuff were like kind of going all over the place. And I remember my sister had came and ran in and she kind of like picked me up and like had taken me with her. And I was like totally just not even understanding what had happened until probably, you know, a few minutes later. But it was just, you know, being a little kid and doing a task, you don't really think of like the fact that everything around you is shaking. So Crypt Keeper, what do you think of that? I feel like you maybe need something to wash your hands now. Well, um, we're different. I don't think it's different is a great description. That, um, they're a little, they're strong. They're strong. Yeah, they have, uh, I'll get you some of the hand sanitizer. The, um, the strong hickory to it. And, uh, and would it be something that I would, um, Ooh, actually, yeah. I just got straight up hand sanitizing wipes. Here you go. So, not a fan, I take it. Not a fan. Um, I, I don't know. It, I guess it kind of gets used to it, maybe. Okay. So, are you a, um, are you normally a sunflower seed person? Uh, you know what? Um, sunflower seeds, yes. Um, I'll tell you something else. Um, I These get, peanuts I get taste hungry. weird. They do. But, um, corn nuts. Mm. I don't know. They're, I like corn nuts. Yeah. And I'm not real fond of, of the, uh, all the different types. I like the regular ones. And, you know, the change of pace, you can get, uh, Like the Conte? Yeah, you can get it when they're, they're flavored different, but just regular, I, I works for me. I love the ranch corn nuts. I feel like the yeah. barbecue can be a little bit too much, so I can fill you on that. Okay, so I just ate one of these peanuts. Yes. I kind of feel like there is, <clears throat> I feel like there's some potential for them. I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe we want to cook them a little bit longer, see if we can get them more moist. They almost taste like they're, uh, have you all ever had, like, um, meat that is kind of more fatty? It gets, fro it gets, like, refrigerated, and then it's, like, kind of thawed out, but not really, so you're, like, eating, that's kind of what I feel like these are. Yeah, that would, I would say that that description is pretty darn good. But for some reason, I feel like I can't stop eating them. So maybe this is going to be like the marijuana cheese crisps? Uh, maybe. 
Maybe. I, to where it's like, I'm sitting there being them and everyone's looking at me like, why are you doing that? I'm like, I can't stop. Well, you know, um, I think you know, things like that. We, we had a, uh, when I was in real estate. Ooh, did you I, suck on the shells? Um, no, I did not. I say you I, pop it in your mouth, you suck on the shell, and then you crack it open. I mean, I, I feel like you gotta get into it almost like it's like a hot wing of the peanut world. Because, I mean, do you eat the bones of the hot wings? Not normally, but some people, I mean, they suck on the bones, get all the good stuff out. Not me personally, because that would gross me out. Well, you know, it's taste. Sometimes that uh, you've got to, you know, you've got to try it a few more different times and uh, to really get the, the feel of it. Like I said, I, I when I was in real estate, we used to have these uh, like uh, little parties and stuff like that, and uh, people would bring in what they really, you know, liked. Yeah. And uh, we did have a, a lady there that uh, she did. She would used to be a, a cook and I think a catering service, and she used to get these little sausages. Um, and then put them in a crock pot with, uh, 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 oh, I don't know, like a hickory. So are you talking like little smoky type size? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they were great. And uh, they were the type of thing that you had a couple. Next thing you know, you're you're hounding down that that whole thing. So I gotta, I, good. I gotta ask, what is your go-to when you have a potluck that you bring? What would you bring to a potluck every time? Because I have a couple of things that I'm known for to where it's kind of funny because when people see something, they're like, ah, they're like, we know who brought that. And it's like one of the things people go crazy for. The second thing people are always like, yeah, because that has to be at a potluck or else we all feel like horrible human beings. You know, I, I don't uh, usually do that. Uh, my wife takes care of uh, uh, that end of it, and uh, she uh, she varies for different things. Yeah. She, uh, What's your favorite thing to have at a potluck, or that you would hope would be there? Well, I I, I uh, sure like those little smokies. Though. <clears throat> um, I I gotta go with that. I always look forward to to uh, her uh, arrival. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, I, you know, I do like um, uh, desserts, like uh, pies. Oh, yeah. Cake. Yes. Chocolate cake has to be my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I guess, um, you know, our brother, so we'll just call him Jose because that's his nickname that we've always called him. Um, so, Jose, he had pointed out that when he had asked you what type of cake you wanted for your 50th anniversary, you said, is there any other type of cake except for chocolate? And he was like, Dad literally didn't know that there was other types of cake besides chocolate. And I thought that that was just so amazing. Just so, so amazing. What are you doing? You just pulled out your wallet? Or are you trying to pay me off so I don't tell a story? <laughs> well. I'm like, because uh, no. I mean, I think you just pulled out a $20 bill with like a note on it, but I'm not totally uh, sure. That, yeah, that was uh, a side business that I... I have, uh, some people say it's illegal. I say it's a lot of fun. And, you know, 
like I said, um, Jose wanted to know, well, what, what do you, what do you want on your cake? What do you want your cake to be made of? And I'll, I'll, I'll read this right now. It says, we did it. Some of you know me and understand where I'm going with this. My wife and I had, or my family and I had a little get together at the Evergreen Room at the Tap Rock restaurant. It was great. And also what made it so special was the fact that others joined us, by the way, of Zoom. Six of our close friends and family were present on an iPad screen. It was great. Musical entertainment was provided by Jim Huffman and a musical partner from Tillamook and a Bay City on the coast. Also present was Chris, a very close friend who now resides in Phoenix. AZ. Oops. I, ooh. Oh, I think I, ooh, I think I burned those. I don't think marshmallows and graham crackers are supposed to smoke like that, right? Nah, I've never seen them smoke like that. I made you this. Well, thank you. But uh, don't burn your hand. No, we better let it cool down. The Hopefully, you know, you know what? The, those are chocolate graham crackers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't burn your mouth. I'm pretty sure that's lava. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, do you want? Oh, here, put them on these little winter hats that I have. There you go. Um. Ooh, man. Yeah, we'll get back to that in a minute. Um. So we had. Also present was Chris, a very close friend who now resides in Phoenix, AZ, my cousin Tona from Phoenix area, the newest part of our family was Mark from Seattle area, he was actually driving from part of the way, next was Carolyn, my wife's twin from Florida, also present was our son and his wife, and my youngest daughter from Seattle, uh, his son. Jose and his wife presented us with a beautiful cake. Now check out this bottom layer. The cake was chocolate Bavarian cream. The top was pistachio, chocolate mint cream, and the icing was vanilla bean buttercream. The masterpiece weighed in just shy of 14 pounds. What a night to remember. And for all of those who don't know me, it was our 50th wedding anniversary anniversary. Ooh, I had a frog in my throat there. Woo! Mm -hmm. I think it's also the smoke coming off of those. Yes. Like, it is a... So, have you guys ever burnt chocolate graham crackers with a marshmallow on top? Because I ended up just doing that. And I don't know what possessed me. I thought I put it in for 30 seconds. I'm pretty sure now that I put it in for 3 minutes. Because there's 30 seconds still left on it. Yeah.
of God. Sometimes you look at something and say, man, that looks terrible. I don't think I could eat it. And you taste it and it's great. Then by the same token, uh, you could um, get into something that you think is, man, that sucker looks nice. And you take a big bite of it and you just can't get it down. So, uh, I almost slightly feel like as I'm sitting here trying to chew on this marshmallow that tastes like burnt chocolate. Is that a rubber, probably? That's those peanuts over there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can always put the peanut in the, the marshmallow before you put it in the, the chocolate cracker. So I think I'm going to have to try that one for you again. And just you start this time. Instead of doing the start where I do like the plus 30. Because I think what happened was I just, you know, kept on pushing it. Well, I, you know, I realized we are... Uh, what was that back there? Are these people's mug shots or is this from the... But I'll tell you, uh, let's get back to where we started here. We're bouncing all over the place. Wait, what is this? Oh. It's just friends. Oh, just friends from Facebook. Do you Did you ever have MySpace? Yes, I did. Do you remember when MySpace made us, like, categorize people in our life by the top eight? Yeah, Where you would have like your top eight and it's like someone went to your MySpace, it would be like this person, this person, this person. Like the day that my life shattered was the day that my husband slash, well, I mean, he was my boyfriend at the time. I got onto, you know, MySpace because then all of a sudden it's like you have who as your top person? And then it's like everything goes into question. Like I remember I had you as one of my top and a couple of other people, but, you know, I feel like Facebook I've kind of dropped off on. You're still on Facebook. You get put in jail every once in a while. Uh, yeah, I do. You're the only person I ever have known that has actually, like, had an issue with getting put in jail on Facebook. Well, you know, um, I And I am eating these marshmallows. I don't know if, if I'm, uh, the language I'm using... Uh, is offensive, but I offend a lot of people, uh, and I'll, I'll be the, you know, I'll be the first to admit it, um, I never have been able to hold back too far, and, um, well, without, I think, without, honestly, you were grown up in a different era, well, yeah, I, I, you know, um, that we had a lot, I don't know, I, I really, blessed being um, growing up where I did and how I did and um, I had uh, I had a great time it was uh, you know nostalgia I still go back to uh, some of the, the pictures we had and bringing back some of the friends that we were together with that uh, made uh, made life interesting you know uh, everything from the, the music, the cars, uh, um, just just the whole thing in general. A lot of a lot of dances, um, a lot of car clubs. Um, you were uh, you were born in a whole different era for sure, but I feel like it was a very classy era. Well, you know, uh, people weren't so offended at everything. I mean, 
like, but also, I, I also feel like it wasn't, like, people weren't so offended by things, but I feel like also people weren't so outrageous at times, too, because I feel like some of the stuff that was, uh, happening at the time, because, I mean, I've seen stuff where it's, like, girls couldn't wear a skirt above the calf. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, having shoulders exposed, too much makeup, um, all these things, and it's, like, a lot of this stuff is, you know, day-to-day stuff now, so, I mean, it's, like, a give-and-take on that one, where it's, like, we can be old-fashioned in some ways, and then change it around and be less old-fashioned. Also, I'm looking at the time on our here recording, sir, and we should probably go check on your dear wife. Unfortunately, me and my madre, because I'm kind of like, uh, what would you call me? Like her helper. I kind of just, you know, I take care of her. Um, I help her with daily tasks and I take her to dialysis. Like I'm just her, I'm her go-to. Well, both her and I got this horrible stomach bug to where we slept about 18 hours a day for a couple of days. Um, didn't eat for a while, and then because she has more, I guess, uh, complicated health history, everything is about a week behind for her. So I was very sick with the stomach thing for about a week, um, and then I started eating about a week afterwards. So she's about like 10 days to a week after me, somewhere in there, and so, you know, we're... She ate a baked potato yesterday for the first time. And, uh, you know, I, being who I am and living Little Pantry so much, as soon as I could go and have anything fried, I went for a corn dog, which probably wasn't the greatest thing. So I'm wondering if that's what made me feel so ill yesterday. Uh, I would say that uh, chances are very good that that's... So you know what I think was, though, that made me ill? with it was because I didn't dip it in ranch. I didn't have my ranch. No, you didn't have your ranch. You know what I did? I'm almost afraid to ask. So, what VR calls this is the hamburger swap or like hamburger topping dip. And so, basically what I do is I take mayonnaise because we all know how much I love mayonnaise. Yep. And then I do some ketchup. And like, I would say I would do like a good, a good chunkle of mayonnaise. And then I would say I would do like maybe two thirds of that as ketchup. And then maybe a like quarter to a third of that of uh, mustard. Take a little bit of pickle sauce, you know, pickle juice or like relish or whatever. Now you gotta have that little bite in there. And you mix it up and then you dip everything in there. So I mean, you can do potato chips, you can do fries, you can even go and do corn dogs from a little pantry. A little pantry could. So I'm kind of just. I'm wondering if it was like the packets that I got because I, I I don't ever remember mayonnaise looking kind of yellowish and clearish at the same time. It like it's white normally. Well, uh, God only knows how, how it's dated. Okay, is that a is that a cat or a raccoon that's in that driveway? Do you see it? Is that a cat? Uh, or is that a raccoon? 
I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a city girl, but I mean, that looks like. It's a cat. Okay, well, I could tell. It, 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 it is hard to tell, that's for sure. Oh, wait, it's following that person. Yeah. It's our neighbor. Um, I mean, look at that, though. That is a, that's a, um, it's like a, a hefty cat. Oh, look, he's petting the cat raccoon. Scat, uh, scratch him or Oopie. bite him. So. He almost stepped on it. That is a not very socially aware cat raccoon. Watch. I mean, anyone. Oh, there's another one? Uh, up on. Yeah, up farther up. The Wait, no. Way. Do they have three of them? Yeah. They have three cat raccoons? I guess. That's what I mean, hang out. I've never. Okay, so I, I literally. I have never seen any of these before. And then, what is he doing? He just stops and then they all stop? Yeah. I'm, I'm confused yeah. by this whole thing right now. I, I've i never seen these cats before. Do they only follow him? Is he the Pied Piper of these cat raccoons? I don't know about the Pied Piper bit, but he is uh, But I mean, he has three of them literally at his feet right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even know who this kid is either. Well, I mean, I know yeah. who he is, but I don't know what his name is. I just know he's like uh, um, the second son that lives over there. Yes. He's not the oldest. But yeah. I mean, I, uh, I'm i blown away right now, sir. I, I don't even know what to say because literally they walk like how our raccoons do in Federal Way. Yeah. But, you know... You have to keep in mind that we are out in the country. Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, I like to open the door when I see the. Uh, you got about a dozen or so uh, uh, turkeys walking them. Oh yeah, and you and you let the dogs go chase them. Yeah, I do. I was actually just tearing. So we have. We live at kind of like the end of a cul-de-sac. And if I need to break it down from where we are at the trailer, we have the people at the end of the driveway, which I will just call the house at the end of the driveway. Because I have my own opinions about people, they have their own opinions about people, and I don't want to put shade on people, so we'll call them the people at the end of the cul-de-sac. Then we have uh, the arches, the golden arches right over there, and then we got Daryl. And I mean, Daryl is just, Daryl, like if anyone has played um, Redneck Life, anytime you have a kid, it's called the Daryl. So it's not like we're technically calling anyone out on any, you know, thing, but the guy's name happens to be Daryl also. And so it's like, I gotta see a lot of this happen. Never have I seen those cats. Never. Well, you know, they're, um, they're constantly about a half a mile away uh, getting on to uh, the scanner people are and saying uh, you know hey there's the, um, the bobcat is running around so get your kids don't let them be out there playing by themselves again I think I saw a wolf this morning mm-hmm. you saw like a weird dog well you we think it's somebody's dog but I mean he did not seem friendly and also, when I came out and everything, uh, Daryl was like, don't let 
you know, nutmeg come near that because it doesn't get along with Jojo. And that's his dog. And so I don't know what that dog's done, but it's enough of it to where it's like, they're like, hey, it may snap at her through the fence. So, I mean, it just feels like it's a weird day in general because we've seen the turkeys. We saw the weird cats. Yeah, and, and I got another intruder, you might call it. Ooh, hey, I'm going to stop for a second and save this because it gives me this warning at like 60 minutes, which is still 15 minutes away. Yeah. But I feel like we're on a good point. Okie dokie. We do have a pond out here with some pretty decent sized fish. And uh, I was uh, on the computer the other day looking out the window and I could see my waterfall and pond right there. And I'll be doggone if a big crane stopped right at the edge of the waterfall and was getting ready to, uh, I guess, uh, have a meal with a couple of my fish. Just happened to have my uh, my dog. I opened up the door, and that that crane man really took off, and he was a big son of a gun. So he's been here a couple times, and he's uh, eyeing it up. The dogs are eyeing him up. I like how he points out that he had he just happened to have his dog with him. His dog doesn't leave him. She is like attached to him on a level that I don't think I've ever seen in my entire life of a dog being attached. Well, <clears throat> I've had a lot of animals, you know, and different types of animals. We, uh, we used to have quite a variety of birds at one time. And um, uh, you, birds are, if you want a really neat pet, uh, get a uh, African gray parrot. And they, are, they will mimic your talking. They are a kick, but you gotta watch what you teach. You know your language when you're around them, because they will remember that, and they will uh, shoot that out at the most inopportune time. I think my favorite was Charlie, the bird that you guys had, like you know most recently, and he would just call out, "Hey, John! Hey, John!" All the time. Yeah. All the time. I mean, there was, it didn't matter if it was morning, night, anything. And it's just, he's just yelling for John all the time. Like, it was his go-to. Like, if he didn't have anything else that was on his mind, he was like, you know what I think? I think I want to call John in. <laughs> well, you know, um... So, I made what I was trying to make you earlier. So, you know how I've been on this whole, like, s'mores kick lately? Yes. Yeah. So, I love... I love combinations of flavors that people recommend. And one person recently had said, Have you ever looked at the front of the chocolate graham cracker box? And I'm like, no. And they're like, it's the two-step s'more. Chocolate graham cracker, so you don't have to add the chocolate add the marshmallow on and then they said just a little bit of sea salt. Uh, they 
makes sense. So that's why I tried to bake you earlier, and I accidentally put it on for three minutes, so it had cooked for over two and a half minutes. Yeah, it was well done. So these ones are almost there, I think. I mean, mine's obviously the one with the hole in the center for my finger. I noticed. And uh, let's see, there's no hair on either one of these, so that could have been a kick too. I do actually think though, the salt on the marshmallow, the sea salt on the marshmallow, that's an untapped resource. I don't think we've touched. No. I mean, have you, have you ever done salt on different things that kind of surprised you? Because one of the ones that I was kind of unaware of until um, one of my best friends, Amanda Dizzle, had told me about was watermelon, cantaloupe, honeydew, and, or honeydew melon, and just a little bit of salt on it. And I know that prosciutto and cantaloupe is a classic. Right. Really is. You used to do grapefruit and salt. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I went through that phase. Uh, a phase like what type of a phase? Like, you know, I've gone through all kinds of phases uh, uh, growing up, and uh, gosh, I never thought I'd live this long. Otherwise, I would have taken a lot better care of my body. But that's okay. I, I'm, I'm all right with it. Hey, I mean, I feel like. I feel like you didn't do that bad. Well, not really, you know, considering uh, I, I didn't. I, I mean, I'm in fairly physical, uh, you know, good shape. But I would say you need to stretch more. I would say you should probably do some, uh, maybe some stretching and some yoga and whatnot with me in the mornings. Yeah, well, you guys get up pretty early. I, my son, he gets up at four in the morning every morning and uh, rides his bike and does his exercises. So, um, and and you, he feeds the dogs. And you have no idea uh, what time I go to bed or wake up because... I'm a witch and a vampire and I probably never sleep. True. True. But anyhow, we, we did touch on a lot of subjects. And uh, I, I could uh, talk uh, quite a bit on um, the different subjects that we had. Uh, and we'll, we'll be touching on them uh, hopefully within the very near future. And uh, we could talk about my... Uh, Hey, so ghost stories, by the way. Oh, yeah, we got ghost stories. Um, well, no, I got one right now for you. Oh, okay, well, so, knock yourself out, girl. Oh, I I plan on doing that. So, um, I actually was wondering, because, you know, we always say we're going to talk about ghost stories, but we haven't actually put any out there. So, I was kind of actually wondering if you've ever seen an entity around me. You know, that's that's pretty hard to say. I, I can honestly say I haven't, but would, uh, what would it be like? Well, I mean, it, I think it depends on what type of Claire you are. Because a lot of the time, okay, so those of you who don't know what Claire's are, 
Claire's are kind of a different sensing of, so Claire usually means sense. Um, so it's a sensing of something on a different aspect. So they have like Claire audience, Claire sentience, um, and multiple different things. So it kind of depends on it. I know when I first started noticing Claire like symptoms or like abilities, mine was smell first. And I would tell cigarette smoke a lot. And there was only one person who I always knew had smoked cigarettes. But what was weird is you guys were like, no, he didn't smoke cigarettes. He, you know, was around people that smoked cigarettes. And it was because of like the Moose Club and like where he had lived and stuff. Always being around smokers. And me just always smelling it on him. And so I had never realized that he actually wasn't a smoker. But that was, you know, something that had came to me to where I was like able to put that with him. Um, so I would say that was probably the first time that I had had like a clear thing. So I didn't see something, but I smelled something that brought me back to a time and kind of was able to like trigger that memory or the acknowledgement. It's almost like a, um, a symbol key for your, your senses. So, you know, you, I think a lot of people, they also think that when they are going to hear a voice of a dead person or an angel or whatever it is, it's going to be a very, you know, it's going to be that person's voice. It's not always that way. Sometimes it's actually your own voice that you hear in your head because they're going and kind of like planting things. Yeah, that, that very well could be like that. wasn't a little bit of a surprise for the crepe keeper on some boiled peanuts also i think we uh yeah are into some interesting things i think i may have piqued some interest for the crepe keeper on maybe he does actually know that he has seen ghosts maybe he just didn't know until i let him know about some uh clairsentience and clairaudience and some of those other clairs so I guess stay tuned, witches, because next episode, it's probably going to get creepier. Later, witches. Mm -hmm.